Carlsbad. People, purpose, and impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I am the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host today and I'm excited to have with me Carly Lackey. She is the event coordinator for the Relay for Life, Carlsbad Encinitas. Good morning, Carly. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us this morning. Of course. Yeah, good to have you. Carly, so I was doing some digging, trolling on your Facebook page, and uh, (laughs) um, I found out a few things, and of course, you've updated me a little bit as well. So you are a local yeah, yeah, born and raised, uh, LCC Mavericks, go Mavs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lived here my whole life, and um, yeah, I, I, it's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to stay away. North County is a great place to, to live. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's yeah. a great place to, it's, it's not just one of those places you want to be from, it's one of those places you want to be. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, my sister and her husband both were teachers at LCC back in the day. Oh, nice. They met as they were single and they were both teaching. They met and they got married. And uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> love, love uh, our Maverick family here in Carlsbad. And then it looks like you also um, went to uh, Palomar, so mm-hmm. continued your local roots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hung around, did uh, did my two years at Palomar, and then um, actually went up to Cal State Northridge. Nice. So yeah, nothing will make you want to come back to Northern California than a stint in the valley for <laughs> for a couple years. So yeah, I uh, made a, a quick U-turn and came right back. So <laughs> Nice, very nice. Also, trolling your page, it looks like Pretty big Padres fan. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, local through and through. So <laughs> and they're off to a great start this year. Yeah, yeah, they've been fun to watch the last couple of years. So I. Well, they kind of tanked the end of last year, right. but besides that, yes, it's been, exactly. And it, it's it's just fun to have a a team that you have legitimate hope for. Right. Not just right. spring training hope, but like legitimate. Yeah, hope. exactly, <laughs> exactly. And. Looks like you're a bit of a musician as well. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I, I uh, definitely in my early 20s, I, I, I definitely thought I was going rock star status. But, nice. but uh, no, now it's just something I kind of like to do on the side. And um, it is actually a big part of how I, I got started with this event, too. I, I started entertaining it at first. I, I uh, brought my guitar and, and was one of the, you know, local, local acts. And um, then, you know, as the years went on, I got, you know, just further tied into uh, the event as itself. Well, that's great. That's a that's a great segue then. So tell us a little bit about how you first heard about the Relay for Life. And of course, the Relay for Life is an event put on by the American Cancer Society. So um, tell us how you first heard about it. And as you started to, what got you involved? And then we'll, we'll eventually get into your role now, which is a very important role. Yeah. So um, really dear friends of mine, uh, Dave and Jody Mann, actually brought the event to Carlsbad mm-hmm. um, back in 2006, I believe. Um, they had attended the La Jolla um, Relay for Life, which no longer exists. There, there's been kind of ebbs and flows throughout the, the county of which where events are. So they brought it here in 2006. And as a friend of theirs, and he was a, a two-time cancer survivor, I just got involved and they asked me you know, if I, I could come play guitar and sing. And that's kind of how it started. Um, and then a few years later, I, I, you know, I kept involved more passively. I didn't really have much personal cancer experience aside from Dave. Uh, and my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and, um, you know, she had treatment and she's made a full recovery. However, you know, it, 
definitely lit a, a different kind of fire um, when it came to starting my own team and um, volunteering a little more and getting a little bit more involved in fundraising and that kind of thing. And then from there, it kind of, you know, it expanded and I uh, took on more of a volunteer and a leadership role. Um, and that's, you know, been basically the past over 10 years of my life has been every year we, we kind of get this thing going again and get a group of volunteers together and put put the event on and um, really spearhead fundraising and, and all that kind of stuff. So, Well, that's fantastic. So, yeah, that's interesting that the connection to your mom, um, you know, which, of course, when you first started helping out, didn't that wasn't on the horizon and unexpected. Right. But um, I actually started with Relay for Life. I was at a previous job and I helped launch the first Relay for Life in Vista. Okay. And I had a similar, you know, my mom, unfortunately, is not a cancer survivor. She's a cancer victim. And uh, uh, 31 years ago now, but um, she succumbed to cancer, unfortunately. And that was kind of my motivation to help get it started in Vista back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, similar, wanted to kind of help be part of the bigger picture solution type thing. And and I believe it's still going in Vista. Yeah, they, I think they still have one. Yeah, we've definitely... uh, kind of streamlined to, to try to make sure that we're using all the appropriate resources. So I, I believe there's three left um, in San Diego County. Some of them have turned into kind of satellite events because of COVID and um, it's been hard to get the live in-person events going. So there's one in Oceanside definitely and, and downtown San Diego as well. Um, and we all kind of run on a similar schedule, but we know, I don't think we ever have them on the same date. But. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. It's down to or I don't know if I should say it's down to, it's currently, it's three yeah. in San Diego County. Yeah. So definitely, like I said, just trying to use all the resources and, and not necessarily want to make sure that we maximize the event and, and are able to fundraise and get all the funds to the appropriate place without wasting too many resources. Very cool. So you started as a volunteer playing music and just kind of being on the sidelines, but now 10 years, maybe maybe 10 years plus later, you are the overall volunteer event coordinator for this one here. So um, tell us what your role is as event coordinator. I basically, I've been involved for so many years that I kind of know all the players. We, we have the same um, great group of volunteers that show up every year. And there's some assigned roles that we have. You know, someone does the silent auction and someone handles the entertainment. So basically my job is to try to, you know, corral that group once a year. Um, we run meetings once or once or twice a month, get people together, just kind of get people fired up every year, start your team again this year, get things going again. So yeah, we we basically just put on this one big event um, every year. And uh, like I said, just try to kind of rally people, get the mission out there, make sure that people spread the awareness. And, you know, there's a lot of people locally in this community that maybe never heard of the event before, maybe did one in college, but then, you know, you get touched by cancer along the way. And, and, and like me, something sparks and you, you want to get things going and, and, and do some, do some good in the community. So yeah, that's, it's definitely a passion of mine. And, you know, and like I said, as people, things change, people get touched in different ways. I actually in, in 2018, um, got the, got the big C myself and, um, oddly enough in my leg. So the irony wasn't lost on me that I am involved in a predominantly walking event and, uh, uh, got a, a surprise kind of diagnosis there. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that it reminds you that this is a disease that doesn't discriminate. And um, it definitely pushed me even more to say, you know, this is something that I'm I'm proud to be involved in. 
you know, every story that you hear about cancer kind of trumps the last, you know, you've got a, a kid or a, a mother of three. It's just a horrible, horrible disease in that you don't know the person walking past you in the grocery store is either a, a caregiver or has lost somebody or, you know, has affected themselves. So definitely every year it kind of rekindles that fire of, you know, this is a good thing that we're doing and we want to get it out to as many people as we possibly can. That is amazing. And for those who are, um, you know, listening to this podcast and can't see you, you are quite youthful. And so to have already experienced cancer yourself, as you pointed out very well, it is not discriminate. Um, it hits people of all ages and all profiles. I mean, you can yeah. go through the whole list. Um, Definitely. It affects everyone. Hope everything's good. Yeah, I'm I'm four years out now. So um, but yeah, just one of those kind of ultra rare fibromyxoid sarcoma was the the type specifically. Um, but sarcomas themselves are extremely rare. There's um, about 90 to 100, I think, subtypes of that specific type of cancer. And they typically affect seems like adolescents and uh, young adults um, in limbs and in your trunk area. So I just, you know, I'm the unlucky one and just golf ball sized tumor right running down my calf. And um, yeah, just, you know, no rhyme or reason to it. They don't know there's not hereditary. Um, but fortunately, they were able to just kind of cut it on out and, and I can move on. So, you know, and, you know, also given the perspective of, you know, having an experience like that when all I've had experience was just knowing people that you know, I've gone through something like this. So to face it myself, you know, definitely put me in the shoes of these people that I've been, um, you know, dealing with for years and years. In, in a sense, it actually made me, I think it benefited me because it, I was less frightened because I've seen people that have had, you know, had it much worse and have, have um, you know, overcome. And uh, so the, like I said, <laughs> very ironic that I've been doing this for so many years and um, then put in the situation myself. But um Obviously, I'm extremely blessed for my outcome, and uh, uh, yeah, just just happy to be a part of this for sure. Wow, that is amazing! And the way you led into it originally, you said that the dreaded C word. I remember that with my mom when she got her diagnosis because that it's, it feels like a gut punch, you know, yeah. when it comes from out of nowhere. For her, she they thought she had things like pneumonia and stuff, and and then when you know, her condition wasn't getting better with uh, antibiotics or whatever it was they were treating. Cause this is, like I said, a long time ago. Um, then they found out, you know, that it was cancer and I was not living local at the time. And you get that phone call and you're just like, what? And, uh, yeah. So, wow. So you've had it from your mom and then now directly yourself. And um, that's amazing. So we're going to actually take a quick pause. We've been talking with Carly Lackey, the event coordinator for the Relay for Life, Carlsbad Encinitas. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the details for the upcoming event and let you know how you can get involved. So Carly, the Relay for Life in Carlsbad, why don't you tell everybody when it is, where it's going to be taking place, and, and uh, what's the easiest way for somebody to find out more details and get involved, and, and we'll, then we'll unpack some of that. Yeah, so uh, the Relay will be taking place on Saturday, June 18th. Um, the event goes all day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, it used to be a 24-hour event, but we've kind of cut it down, um, A, due to COVID, and B, just to kind of keep the costs down. So it'll be a full-day event at the San Diego Sports Complex, um, and that's in the La Costa Valley neighborhood off of Calle Barcelona. And basically what we do all day is um, people form teams, and we walk the track 
for um, the idea is to have someone relay on the on the track from your team for the entire event. So a lot of people make little sign up charts and say you walk from you know nine to eleven, and then I'll walk from eleven to two, that kind of thing. Um, and so the event goes on all day. It's a non competitive walking event, um, and we do a lot of fun things. There's a um, the, the day kicks off with a survivor lap, so we invite survivors to come out. Um, we also invite their caregivers to come out, so um, a friend or a family member, and we do a really nice um, opening lap where the survivors all walk as one. They get halfway around, and they meet their caregivers, and then they complete that lap together. Um, so it's really cool when people come out and bring cowbells and cheer, and um, it's a really great way to start off the event. We'll have some speakers, some local cancer survivors speak, um, a local physician will will speak and give kind of a, a, a mission statement, that kind of thing. And then we'll kick off. We have bands and games and all sorts of things. And then the event closes with another really special ceremony called the Luminaria Ceremony. If you've ever seen it, uh, it's really special. And when it gets dark, we have uh, white bags that um, are available for sale beforehand, or you can come to the event for a suggested donation of $10.00. You get one of these bags, you decorate it um, with a loved one's name that's either fighting cancer or, you know, has passed from cancer. And it's just a really nice way to honor those people. We we put lights in the bags and then um, we illuminate them at the end of the night around the track. And then we have a special silent laugh once those bags are illuminated where everyone can kind of have a moment of um, remembrance and, and um, you know, honor those people that, that are, are represented on those bags. So it's a really special way to close out the event. And in years past, of course, they would stay around all night and we would keep walking through through the night. But now we have them out. Um, we do that last hour of the event and then um, we'll close down. So it's a really, really cool event. We're still taking people sign up. It's free to sign up, free to register. And once you once you register, you'll get an online portal and it makes it really easy to, to send an email out to friends and family to get them to support you, to fundraise. And of course, all the money um, generated goes to the American Cancer Society. That's fantastic. I think those multiple elements are all very powerful. The the survivor walk, of course, is what it's all about. We want to make survivors. We want to make cancer something survivor survivable. <laughs> see if I can get that out this early in the morning. Survivable. The um, optics and the the power of the luminaria ceremony at the end is also very powerful and um, just touching. So. We have here at the Carlsbad Chamber, um, we're forming a team. Yeah. We just formed our team. Um, one of our staff members, uh, Kathleen McNary, a lot of people know who are connected to our chamber. She encountered unexpectedly at a very young age, a brain tumor. So just two years ago, she she was diagnosed. Uh, she was just having some like headaches and weird things and literally went into the doctor on a Saturday or like at the emergency room on a Saturday and on Monday they did brain surgery. I mean, it was yeah. like, whoa, uh, you know, just seemed to come right out of left field, but she's doing well. Amazing. Her, her battle's still going. Um, and, uh, she's doing radiation right now, but, um, she's, she's a serious fighter. And so we're forming a team here at the chamber surrounding Kathleen and, um, we're very excited. Uh, I think our official name on the site is Dream Team Kathleen or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so um, we're looking for people to join our team and support um, support our team and help us. We're kind of competitive, so yeah. we want to we want to raise a like. lot of money. You That's know? what we like. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in Kathleen's name, we want to raise a lot of money for this. So anybody out there who wants to be part of our team, we'd love to have you come down and join us for the walk and 
join us in raising funds and, and all of that. So Yeah, and I said it was a non-competitive walk, but I didn't say it was a non-competitive fundraising. Yes, event. that's <laughs> so right. So we take that part very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. So there you heard it. We're throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> Dream Team Kathleen. We want to be the, the top fundraiser out there. So so help us at the um, at the Relay for Life Carlsbad Encinitas Walk. So with the fact that there's only, um, you know, you've, you've touched on COVID a little bit. I know, you know, events like these were affected greatly by COVID. So is this now the first year of back to full in-person walking? Um, we had a in-person walk last year, but it was a little bit, you know, we had to push it to later. We normally do this in the summer. So we had to do it in the fall. And so a lot of our big teams just through conflict weren't able to come. So we still did a great event. We raised like $198,000. So I think we did all right. Um, um, the, the 2020 year, we still did all right as well, considering, um, we, we just had, we hosted neighborhood walks and Mm. encouraged people to get out, um, in their local communities and, and kind of just spread the word and, and keep it alive as as we kind of weathered that um, storm. But this, yeah, it really does feel like, okay, now we're back. We're back to what it what it was. 2019, we had a huge year. It was it was the first year we had surpassed um, twenty or $200,000 in fundraising in, in the one season. That's so, awesome. Uh, this year, you know, we fully intend to get back to that. And, and we've kind of set that 200K mark as our, as our benchmark. And um, hopefully, as the years go on, we can just keep keep building that number up because, you know, it was a nice community. We feel like that's kind of a drop in the bucket for what we should be able to do in fundraising. So I agree 100 percent. Yeah. Let's go. Come on, Carlsbad. <laughs> so why don't you tell us the website that they can use to to go online and support the Dream Team Kathleen or any other team? I mean, <laughs> yes. you, you can support other teams if you want, yeah. but... This is, the Chambers, this is the Chambers podcast, so yeah, come on, guys. Of course. So if you go to relayforlife.org and slash carlsbad-encinitasca, um, that's where you can sign up. Also, if you just Google search Relay for Life Carlsbad, um, it will come up, but um, that's the the web address. You go on there. If if you just want to make a supporting donation, you can do that, and you could find the team that you'd like to donate to or just donate to the general fund, or you can form your team there. Um, and like I said, it can be, it's a great team building activity for, you know, a corporate event. It's a great for, for families. Um, you don't have to have, you know, my team's a team of three pretty much. So it doesn't have to be a huge team. There's really no pressure. It's just kind of a great community event for people to get involved and meet people and, you know, meet all sorts of people that are involved in the same mission and hear some great stories. Cause you know, like I said, um, pretty much every story trumps the last that you hear in this community. So, um, it's really nice to get out and you know, get a little bit of perspective about what people are going through in the area. And and yeah, just go out and show some support. It's really nice. That's awesome. All right, guys, you've heard it here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's support all of our uh, folks fighting cancer, at, both now and in the future. Um, you don't know when it's going to touch your family. As you've experienced, you got involved before it touched your family at all, and now it's touched it twice. Thankfully, you're both survivors. So let's help make some more future survivors. Let's uh, support Kathleen and uh, and the American Cancer Society. So Carly, thank you so much for taking time to come down and share all about this with us. Of course, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. 
Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.